0: Hello, this is Jinko. We very much appreciate you listening to our adventures on your Podma thing. If you enjoy it, please leave a review on iTunes. Tazi desires it very much. Now, I must go. But, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) Silhouette Zero, Episode 12, The Future of Pod Racing. Having successfully escaped the Cloud City, the crew of the Spice Wolf head to the Outer Rim World of Bakura. Will Click be able to sell the power converters while keeping the fugitive Talaric hidden from the Empire? And what secrets does the Drawl Doctor have? Hello, welcome to Silhouette Zero, episode 12. I'm your GM, Chris Ng, and that's my brother, Matt. Hello. And uh, last we left off, you had just escaped the planet Bespin and the illustrious Cloud City. And we did roll Obligation, mm-hmm. and yours came up. So excited. So we'll see how that goes out. Uh, we need to build the Destiny Pool, so go ahead and roll five Force Dice. One, two, three, four, five, and roll. Ouch. Five Dark Side, one Light Side. Alrighty. Okay last time we were talking to you the click had made an arrangement with the smuggler baron sarda he gave you an upfront shipment of power converters and told you that he would take a 15 percent cut of whatever you sold Mm -hmm. the general plan derived from that was to find some poor colony and rip them off as high as you could because power converters are important and also a little bit rare. Yes. However, at the end of your encounter on Cloud City, you ran into some Imperial trouble, both with Talaric and with yourself. And because of that, Reina made a very interesting decision about what the next portion of the Astrogation was going to be. So you now find yourself on the planet Bacara. And I'm going to flip a dark side point. <laughs> Bakara is on the Outer Rim. It's along the same hyperspace lane as Endor. And it is really, really far from most of the rest of the galaxy. In fact, some astrogators consider it a portion of wild space. And yet, unlike many of the other Outer Rim territories, Bakara is very well established. Firstly, it's blue, it's beautiful. Many have likened it to Alderan and it has a functioning and very advanced, technologically speaking, society. It not only is on par with the rest of the galaxy, but it creates and builds repulsor lifts. In fact, some of the best repulsor lift coils in the galaxy are built on Bacara. Huh. Furthermore, it's also the location of many rare metals that are required to build more complicated pieces of technology. So despite being very, very far from the rest of the galaxy, it's very, very important. The dark side point reflects the fact that you have been on Bakura for a week and you've sold nothing. (laughs) High quality power converters as they are. They're just not needed on Bakra. They can make them themselves and are perfectly content with that. So the offers that you're getting just aren't going to be enough to cut a profit on this. Uh, And since there's no simple way for me to determine a power converter price uh, based on any of the materials we have, Mm. I'm just going to make it um, some nice flat round numbers. Okay. So we're going to say that the typical offer you've been getting is about 500 credits per converter. Uh-huh. Um, and we'll say you have about 500 units. But the cost estimate that Sarda gave you, along with some business dealing math that Reyna did, indicates that you really need to be selling them for a thousand if you're going to turn a profit. Okay, that That's his expectation and that his 15% projections are based upon you selling them for at least a thousand credits each. And he'll just, sense, take,
1: he'll just take whatever he expects.
0: Right. He's not going to be happy if you start rolling up with a, a paltry half of the minimum he was hoping for. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Further, it would probably very heavily damage your reputation. So everyone is very, very grumpy right now, mostly because Reina will not leave Bacara. Uh It's been suggested to her several times, <clears throat> but she's determined to stay here until this business deal gets done. And she can get a lot more credits under her uh, into her account. The weather has also been very irritating. In fact, I'll flip another dark side for this. <laughs> it's very, very rainy, but it's inconsistently rainy. So it'll downpour for an hour, and then it'll be dry. And so no one's quite sure if they need to take their rain gear with them every time they go out. Um, it's just that annoying type of rain that's not either on or off. It just keeps going on and off.
1: Um, Fortunately, Click is moderately at home with that sort of weather condition. um, Yeah, sure. Because uh, Chad has a lot of, you know, there were the great
0: floods. It's all water and trees. So a lot of rain. So as the scene comes down at the end of our crawl here, we have a diagonal screen wipe from top left to bottom right. Perfect. And you see the Spice Wolf in its hangar bay. Things are a lot more disheveled and at home than they usually are in a hangar bay just because people have unloaded stuff put them next to the ship and haven't bothered to put them back because there's just this looming sense of well we're not going anywhere anytime soon right um at the moment jinko is staring at a data pad watching a hollow feed of some local news and entertainment tazi is inventorying the power converters one more time (laughs) Uh, What's Kobe doing? Um, Kobe's
1: probably just putzing around the ship, you know, opening a panel and, like, straightening up wires and then closing the panel again. (laughs) You know, little maintenance things that really aren't important, but he's not sure what else to do. Because he was told not to cause any general mayhem. Um,
0: Okay. Um, Talaric has been confined to the guest quarters and has done a pretty good job of not leaving that. He will come out into the main holes of the ship occasionally, but most of the time, he just sits there in his room by himself. Reyna goes in to visit him once in a while. Uh, Reina is currently out again amongst the city, hoping to find some place to sell all these power converters. So what's ClickUp do?
1: Um, he's sitting on a couple of the crates with power converters because at this point, they've learned that they only need to just carry one with them uh, when they go to try to sell them. Right, um, And he's just kind of like muttering... Very bored about how they should have gone to CODA's space station instead. He was like, we were already, like, it was just a turn to the left instead of right. But no, we had to go as far away as possible. Not to a place that is known to be, you know, a central distribution center for farm communities. And um, Tazi slams
0: her data pad down.
1: You just made me lose count. It doesn't matter. There's 499 there. You want to know where the other one is? It's
2: out trying to be sold! Uh, Look, it's not my fault that we're here, okay? The least you could do is just try to keep it quiet and less stressed out so that I can just get through my job of maintaining and categorizing these stupid power converters.
1: There's nothing to categorize! They're all the same thing! Let's just categorize them as waste and slag and put them in the box and shove them in the corner until someone's interested. Uh, uh. Roll me perception. Against two with a blue. Okay. Perception with a blue versus two. So a green, a yellow,
0: and a blue versus two purple. Uh, Failure and two advantages. Okay. (laughs) Um, So your advantages need to be in relationship to the converters. You need to do something with them to get Tazi to look at them. So what does he do to do that? Um, while he's ranting about how they're all the same, he just reaches his
1: hand into the box, already messing up her, her internally like memorized like categorizing system of like now mm-hmm. if I position them this way, I've counted them. If they're this way, I haven't. You know. <laughs> so I shove in I shove my hand in there and I automatically just knock them all askew and I just pull them out and I'm just like shaking it around at her. <laughs> um, and I I turn and just like kind of glance at it.
2: Do you know how hard it is to keep track of these things? I can't believe you would do that.
0: Ah, ah. Uh, so she's rolling her perception, which is yellow two green with two blue for the two advantages that you rolled against two purple and one black because she's really frustrated. Cool. Two successes and an advantage. And so as she's about to throw it into your face, she looks at the one that you're holding and the one that she's holding, and she goes,
2: Wait a minute, they are exactly the same.
1: That's what I've been saying. Why wouldn't they be?
2: No, no, I mean, they're exactly the same. That's kind of weird.
1: Well, I mean, if they were all produced at
2: the same place, right? But we're doing a job for a smuggler. Hold on. Kobe! What? I need you to help me take these things apart. We, we need to
1: figure this out. Um, Kobe has already taken one apart, and he's been <laughs> hiding it underneath a tarp in the corner because um, he couldn't quite figure out how to put it back together without other people noticing because he needs to use the arc welder to put it back together. So he's just been biding his time, but he has one already taken apart. <laughs> so what he does is he grabs one, rolls over to the corner, crawls underneath the tarp, and makes a bunch of clanging noises. Mainly just his one of his arms hitting, like, the panel on the side of the ship. <laughs> and he comes
0: out with the broken part, or the, the dismantled one. <laughs> oh, hey, that was pretty fast. Um, okay, so I need you to roll a mechanics check against two. But you can have a blue, because he already took it apart. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Mechanics is... One yellow and three
1: green, a blue and two purple, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, six successes and a threat.
0: Holy moly! <laughs> okay. Blues do nothing. Kobe has already well and a long time ago determined that these are imperial power converters. Oh god! The threat being that he never told anybody.
1: <laughs> um, he pulls off like one of the like the labels on it, like like the serial number or something. And there's a very obvious, like, Imperial seal on it.
2: (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, Criffin. Oh.
1: Why? Look, no one's going to notice that we broke one, okay? It's fine.
2: Look! Look at it! Right there!
1: Oh. We should be able to get 2,000 for these! Imperials make good stuff!
2: What? Oh, well, I guess so. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good point, but... How are we going to sell them? No one's going to want to buy stolen Imperial Power Converters. Oh, uh,
1: there's only one obvious solution, and I don't want to go through that headache.
2: Oh, jeez. We, we really need to tell Reyna about this.
1: Uh, hey, what's what's going on over here? Okay, I need you to be the tiebreaker for a second. So oh, usually it is Tazi
0: who is the tiebreaker. <laughs>
1: So don't freak out until you've heard the entire story. So it turns out that these power converters, uh, they're all Imperial and- Hold
0: on, hold on. Uh, I need to roll a discipline check. <laughs> <laughs> As to whether or not he's gonna freak out. So moderately afraid, of then confronting something reputed to be dangerous or known to be dangerous. Known to be, it's known to be dangerous. Okay, so it's two, three <clears throat> green against two red what the the imperials hey i said finish to them. we have to get rid of them
1: that's the plan look hey hey
0: listen uh he's reaching for his blasters and he's aiming at the converters
1: <laughs> um i just like swat at his hands um i jump up and grab his ankles
0: oh.
1: <laughs> and like pull him back to the ground right Hey, so I'm like staring him in the face now. It's like, hey, pay attention. We can deal with this. This is fine, I guess. Look, Tazi wants to tell the captain. Why? I think that's a bad idea. What is your plan? Well, I mean, we're pretty far from like proper Imperial control, don't you think?
0: Yes, that that is true. I believe that's why we are here in the first place.
1: Right, so no Imperials are going to be inspecting our cargo, so that's a plus. Plus, people here, we just have to find the right type of clientele now that we know that we can't go for the really discerning eye ones that may try to resell them later. We just need to sell them to people that actually need a physical power converter. Hmm, I see. Or, if you think that, well, to be completely honest, I have not been keeping up with galactic politics. Um, but we could also try to find Rebels. I'm sure they don't care. Ugh. <laughs> that was my reaction. Oh man, Jinko, you're totally my spirit animal right now.
2: <laughs> you're what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Look, I just think that Click made a good point. We know that these power converters are of excellent quality. So if we tell the captain that, maybe she can sell them for an even higher price. We don't have to say they're Imperial, but they're just like, you know, very expertly made.
1: Okay, but we have a problem.
2: What, what's that?
1: Uh, for starters, you can't lie to the captain. Secondly, if Jinko tries to tell her, she'll be immediately suspicious, and she does not believe anything I say. Not
0: We true. are out of options, people. That is not true. You've done very good work in the last few excursions that we've had. Ah, uh, I'll give it a shot. She also took you off probation.
1: <laughs> good point. You know what? I got this. Kobe, let's go. Kobe will add credence to what I
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure she actually trusts him, but okay. <laughs> what should we do in the meantime? Uh, make sure that the labels are as... Hi- or that the
1: seals are as hidden as possible. And for the love of the Force, please try to act casual, Tazi. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: Um, okay. I'm
0: in fact, just... I should be telling this to Jinko. You're the one that had the fit. Wait, hey, I'm not afraid of <laughs> lying to the captain. I'm afraid of the Imperials fighting us. <laughs> She's the one afraid of lying to the captain. I'm not
2: right. afraid of it. I just... Very uncomfortable with the idea.
1: Okay, right, Captain Imperials, noted. Moving on. Uh, but yeah, uh, try to make it really hidden. Uh, look for any look for any identifiers. Um, maybe something like uh, hmm. I'd like to do some sort of roll. Uh, okay. Like maybe maybe like an education to okay. see if I know what would be an identifying imperial like marker on a power converter.
0: Sure. Um, you can roll. I'll give you three options. Okay. Knowledge core worlds mechanics or knowledge education.
1: Um, I'm going to do mechanics because I actually have two green and a yellow versus three green for all the others. Okay. And what do I roll against? Mm, Two. Okay. Uh, Fail. I don't know. Look for anything that says made by the Empire or unauthorized use of this is considered crimes against the Empire. Look for those things and start scratching them out or put more metal on it or
0: stickers or something. I don't know. That's your guys' job, okay? All right. We will do that. You and Kobe depart the spaceport. You're in the city of Salisdar, which is the capital of Bakara. It's um, circular, actually, and most everything is in concentric circles and have uh, spokes that serve as boulevards to get through those main concentric circle lines. Um, there's a lot of speeders in the air. It's very clean and pretty, although it is, of course, raining currently. Uh, do you have any special rain weather gear? Uh, I put my helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> And what does Kobe think of all the water? Uh he's okay. He's okay. he's probably been weather sealed somewhere along the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen AstroMex get dumped literally into swamp water and just that's back true. Out, so, no problem. Well, you're making your way out through the spaceport and right as you're about to leave the public concourse area, there's a little vendor selling food and uh you hear, "Oh, I've never had any kind of food like this before." <laughs> <laughs> Um, So me and Kobe
1: saunter up. Um, Kobe likes it when I wear the helmet because it makes him think more droid. Uh, (laughs) And so he's humming a little jaunty tune as we walk. It's like. (laughs) Um, And as we stroll up, uh, I lift the visor on my helmet
0: and uh, tap him on the shoulder.
1: Hey, Ricky.
0: Uh, hello, Click. Have you had any of this food before?
1: Uh, no, I don't know what that is.
0: I'm not quite sure either, but you know what they say, you can't find out unless you eat it. Who says that? Well, I do.
1: <laughs> Did you just quote yourself? <laughs>
0: He's too busy eating.
1: <laughs> Gross. Anyway, uh, do you know where the captain is?
0: Mmm, actually, this is an excellent fruit. <laughs> mm. Uh, Doc? Mm. Doc,
1: on. task at hand.
0: Oh, I need a napkin. <sighs> Um, I, I lower the visor back down. <laughs> by the way, it does occur to Click that he's not supposed to be off of the ship. Oh, shoot. I, fr- I did not realize that. Uh, I slam the visor back up.
1: I take the helmet off, and I jam it over his head. <laughs> that he- reminds me. <laughs> you look better in the helmet than I do. Hey, let's talk about the helmet and that fruit while we're walking back.
0: Um, walking back to where?
1: Oh, you know, nowhere in particular. Uh, I start, sh- like, guiding him Are forcefully. You trying-
0: are you trying to get me back on the ship? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going back. What do you mean? I said I'm not going back to the ship.
1: Uh, Captain orders is where you're to stay on the ship.
0: Yes, well, Reyna has very good intentions, I'm sure, but I'm not interested in staying on the ship any longer.
1: Uh, you're interested in sampling local cuisine? Maybe seeing the sights while you're wanted by the Empire?
0: But we came to this planet because it's not under the control of the Empire. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, but I know that bounty hunters come out here.
0: No one's going to be looking for me. Reyna is very good friend, but she's also a bit paranoid.
1: Yeah, she may be both of those things, but she's also my captain and very short-tempered.
0: Ah, uh, yes. That hasn't changed about her.
1: Uh, So while we're not being hounded by her in secrecy, uh, what's your story? <laughs> How do you know her?
0: Oh, no. I'm not telling you that if you're going to make me go back to the ship. Uh, Take me with you, and I'll share some stories.
1: Fine, but try not to be so conspicuous. He tries to eat through the helmet. Uh, Okay, I'll take the helmet back. Just don't get smush on it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so are you continuing on looking for Reyna? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's a Chadra fan. He cannot pass up
0: his curiosity. (laughs) So... what is it that you want to know? Well, how do you know her? We used to work together. Uh, where? That's the kind of information I can't even give you. There is some sense in the way that... Raina's very paranoid about the whole thing. Uh, okay. Um... Has she been a... a has she been a... a, a spacer for long? <laughs> oh, lord no. I, this sort of work doesn't suit her very well, I don't think. I don't know. She seems to be doing okay-ish. Well, Raina's very intelligent. And anything she puts her mind to is something that she can achieve, but... But this is not what she shines the most.
1: Uh, is asking where she shines hinting more towards the other stuff that I shouldn't be asking you? It's not my story to tell, to be honest, and it could get you in a lot of trouble if you knew. Well, speaking about getting in trouble, uh, can we talk about why you're wanted for crimes against the Empire or whatever your charge is? Hmm... I got knocked out unconscious for you. Uh, roll me a charm. Okay, you can just roll out against two. Okay, three green versus two purple.
0: Success and an advantage. I, that's very true. I do owe you le- at least that much. Hmm. He thinks about it for a second. What I can tell you is that my I have always been a doctor, and my field of research and specialty has always been cybernetics. And when the Empire wanted me to do a special cybernetics project for them, however it became clear to me it was not something i wanted to work on anymore so i left and as you can imagine the empire does not like quitters yeah they don't take rejection very well no i suppose not so now they want to bring me back at least alive i I assume to finish the work so why did you decide to go to a very populated area such as bespin instead of somewhere more remote Well, I'm not really sure where else to go. I, like Raina, have not been much of a spacer in my life. I mean, come on, at least go to
1: Malastare. There's enough illegal stuff there that no one's really looking that hard for anything. It just seemed like
0: the logical place to go. Hopefully meet someone that I knew. And I did. Yeah, someone that wants you to keep locked up on her ship. She's just trying to protect me. I suppose if the situation were reversed, I'd be doing the same. It's remarkable to me that she's been able to hide so well for so long. Wait, she's wanted too? oh perhaps i should not be saying this part no 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 no
1: no no too late ricky if you do not spill right now i will drag you back to the ship uh at that
0: <laughs> moment reina turns around the corner um, hey captain cocking idiot what are you doing out here Um, I was looking for you. (laughs) Not you, although you are also a cocking idiot. Him! Uh, he was sampling local cuisine. Mr. Kachok, is there some sort of miscommunication here? Did I not specifically order that he should not leave the ship? Well, I didn't let him off. No, but you've been strolling about the city, completely aware that he's supposed to remain on the ship, and you've done nothing about it. Well, no, I've kept him really close to me. Now, now, Reyna, there's no need to get upset at the boy. I was the one that coerced him into taking me out. Well, your ship is lovely, but there's only so long I can stare at the walls of it. Get back right now. In fact, we're all going back right now. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Fine. <laughs> so you're you're marching back. So what is it that was so important that you were going to risk everything in order to tell me? Oh, um, those power converters, they're actually
1: much higher quality than we thought. What do you mean? Like we're talking like a, a level above all others. This is like they're constructed in such a way that it is like this is their singular job is for high power output. Okay, roll deception against two. Yeah, my deception is terrible. Well, it's average, I guess. So two. Fail and
0: threat. <laughs> If we weren't out in the city, I'd be pressing my blaster pistol against your head. How is it that you can suddenly know that they are of much higher quality than we assumed before? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Kobe tries to explain that he took one apart. Then why would you take one apart? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, he implies he was bored. This droid is becoming more of a headache every time. I'm having a restraining bolt installed on him.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. But if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have found out that they were better than we thought.
0: And how does he know that they're better than we thought?
1: Uh, he he tries to explain uh, how power converters are gauged and how, like, the parts and the materials affect the quality of it. Okay. Um... And he's trying to say... Uh, no, he 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 flat out says it's designed
0: for um military grade equipment. Okay. Uh roll me a deception for Kobe against two, but you can have a blue because he's using a lot of truth. Cool. Fail but two advantages.
1: Dang it. He's he's got better deception too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, she what would you like the advantages to be? Um I want the advantage to be that she
1: believes that they are better. She doesn't believe the stories that she's being told, but she does believe the part that these are, they are better quality than they originally thought. Okay.
0: I'm not quite sure what sort of shenanigans the two of you are up to. Just normal kind, ma'am. <laughs> if you're lying about the quality of these materials. No, 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 no. These are ace quality parts. That's a click guarantee. Very well. Then we'll see what we can do. We can start asking for more, and perhaps line up different buyers. If they're military grade, then perhaps even the local government would be interested in utilizing them. Have we done any demonstrations with them? The power converters, there's not much we can do for that. But if they are high quality, we we'll should maybe have Tazi rig something up to demonstrate the difference. We're going to need to purchase a regular power converter in the meantime. Oh heck, just take one off a ship.
1: Yeah, we can just swap one. It's probably good for us. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you approach the Spice Wolf. In the meantime, and you can roll it for me if you want. Okay. um, We're going to roll a Daunting Combined Skullduggery check.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Daunting's four, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. So, let's see. Uh, Tazi's Skullduggery is... Three green. Okay, yeah. Jinko is, is, is. So it's, yeah. A yellow, yeah. And, or two yellows and a green against four, but with a blue because they're working together. No, it's two green and a yellow because
1: his skullduggery is two yellows and a green. Hers is three green, so no, she doesn't do anything
0: but add a blue. Jinko's skullduggery is two yellows and a green, so it's right, two yellow. Right, that's what I just
1: said. Oh. Two yellow, a green, and a blue because
0: she's helping. Yeah, right. Versus four purple, right? Yeah. Two success, two threads, and a triumph. All right. Uh, so how is it that they? <laughs> oh, gosh. How is it that they obscure the imperial markings?
1: Um, I'm gonna say that. Ooh. I'm going to say that Tazi found a way to, like, add some, like, additional metal to it because it's probably, like, a bezeled thing. Mm-hmm. So she found a way to sort of, like, weld additional metal to change the shape of it. Um, so now it's just a circle, which
0: means nothing to anyone. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's perfect. That's completely triumphant. Um, the threat is that it's going to take a long time to do this process to 500 units. <laughs> well, I mean, at least we can sell them now. Right. Right. So, how many of you is so? How many people is it going to take in order to get this done in a reasonable oh, amount? So, of she time? came in, so she came in, and it was immediately revealed to her. Yeah, I mean, she just <laughs> demanded, like, what is it you're doing? <laughs> we're, uh, we're hiding the imperial markings. Tazi immediately blurts <laughs> it out. Yeah, oh, uh... imperial. Who was this contact of yours again, Click? Uh, some guy I met at a cantina. In the, like, smuggler area. Ugh, I'm getting a headache. Talaric, go back in the ship. Talaric does so. Alright, well, in the meantime, we're going to need to have, so we have a few things that we need to accomplish. Firstly, we need some people working here to hide the markings of the Imperial, I can't believe I'm saying this, stolen power converters. Secondly, we're going to need to find buyers for these enhanced military-grade power converters. So, on the plus side, I finally found out
1: what Zardo is hiding from me, and why people kept ditching the shipment.
0: Yes, well, I have very high doubts that we'll be utilizing him as a contact again, but you never know, I suppose. It's a big galaxy. So,
1: for my knowledge,
0: what does a power converter do? Um, Power in the Star Wars universe comes in a whole pile of forms. Uh Power converters allow you to convert one form into another. Okay. Um, So, for example, Tabana gas could be used to power something else completely, um, other than, like, hyperdrive coolant or blaster uh, blaster packs. Power converters in the Star Wars universe are sort of the hand-wavy... Um, piece of technology that allows a lot of the things that don't make sense to work all i know is
1: that it's usually the thing that breaks down
0: (laughs) for example um some of the examples listed here are like the boxes on the ground in star wars uh dark forces that recharge blaster packs oh okay um one it says here for a vehicular example um bank of power and converters was the ignition system for a starship so it, it converts the power from the core into the thrust power of the, the engine.
1: So would a better one have, like, better fuel efficiency, basically? Or would it be, like, a faster startup, like a better fuel injector? Hmm. Or would it just be better output? Hmm.
0: Well, it also says here that they seem to serve the same purpose as a transformer does in the real world. Oh, okay. So hiding in plain sight, battling each other in a hidden...
1: No, stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so,
1: yeah. I, guess... I, wa- I want you to give away one of your dark side points. No. For that. that was terrible. No.
0: <laughs> I only have three left. <laughs> okay, so one way to think about this might be power efficiency. So if they are military grade, you're not going to lose a lot of power in the conversion from the generator or the power core into, say, the, the ion engines or the turbo laser fire. They're going to be at peak efficiency. Okay, so what we need is an E-Web Blaster, a generator,
1: and a regular and Imperial Power Converter. Oh, of course. Let's just go purchase a very expensive piece of military equipment. (laughs) Just saying, it'd work. Well, how about we get, like, a speeder then? Look, lights aren't going to work here. We can't just have, like, one ball power, like, converted through the standard versus, you know,
0: the leading brand of Imperial... No, you're absolutely right, and piloting speeders is more where our expertise lies. Assuming that you're willing to perform in order to make this harebrained scheme work. Captain, I have been in more harebrained schemes than you know. I'm definitely your man. (laughs) We haven't settled the situation as to who is doing what job. So I need people that are going to stay and work on power converters and people that are going to go look for buyers.
1: Um, Kobe's definitely going to stay behind and work on the power converters because mm-hmm. um, he's pretty sure he can do it pretty easily because he's part welder anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, well, if we're going to be... Hmm, I think Tazi should stay here. If we're gonna be doing a bit of a snake oil salesman bit, I think I should have Jinko with us.
0: I shall take this as some sort of compliment. Oh yeah, definitely. You're definitely the best suited for this. Very well. Should you follow me, or do you have some other harebrained scheme you'd like to follow up on? Uh, no, I have not been off the ship long enough to develop one myself. Very well. So the three of you depart into the streets of the city. You go around, uh, you're heading towards the inner section of the city where the government official buildings are. Raina's idea about selling these converters to the local military and police department seems to be the best one that she has, and so she's totally going with it. On your way, you hear uh, an announcer making a big deal at some sort of press conference. You've been in enough press conferences to know that that's what's going on. Uh, I immediately start wandering away from the group. Okay. Hey, hey, where are you going? <laughs> Hold on. I just got to see this. What? We don't have time for this. Uh, so the three of you head over to the crowd. You are obviously short, so it's it's hard to see. Do you want to stay near the back or do you want to try to push forward?
1: Uh, no, I'm going to try to climb on the back of someone. Okay. Uh, what <laughs> alien are you trying to climb on the back of? Oh, um, let's call it... Oh, it's a Doros. That seems like an easy climb, guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll, roll me a coordination or no, roll me a stealth against two. Oh, I think he'd notice. <laughs> well, none of you really stealthy about it. All right, I, I'll, I'll play your game. Success and an advantage. Okay, so try to explain to me how he jumps okay. on Enduros' back.
1: So this Duros is carrying like a very large backpack. Um, <laughs> and it's just chock full of like parts and like bits and pieces of stuff. Um, and so it's already a very heavy bag. Uh, I walk up behind him, just immediately grab on to like the little side straps and hoist myself on back, like on top of it. Okay. And I'm just sort of squatting on top of it. Not like putting my legs over his shoulders, obviously.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> um, this backpack's getting heavier.
1: Uh, I, I reach, when he says that, I reach into the bag, grab something randomly, just throw it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And he adjusts his shoulder straps a little bit. <laughs> okay, so on this, it's a small stage temporarily set up. There are several uh, pop up tents that are in the area to deflect the rain, although it's currently stopped raining. <laughs> so everyone's just sort of wet and standing in puddles. There is uh, just one person on the stage with a lot of lights pointed at him, and it's a DEFL. He's wearing a protective visual visor to keep his super sensitive eyes protected from all these bright lights that are shining straight at him. Really, anything beyond darkness is too bright. Right. Um, what color is he? Um, normally,
1: Defel or Defel. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Defle. Um. Normally, they kind of appear dark brown fur. Um, they're the wolf-like creature that you see in the cantina um, in most Eisley in episode four. Um, very briefly. Um, And in normal lighting, they're kind of hard for normal vision to see. Uh, They're called the living shadows a lot. Uh, And they're typically like assassins and and people like that because they blend into the light so well. Um, But in their own eyes that can see the ultraviolet, um, they're actually very colorful normally. Um, They're like very bright colors uh, like yellows and blues and things like that. Um, This one has painted himself... Uh, has painted his, or has rather dyed his, uh, coat to match what he sees. Um, he actually had a gand do it because the GAN can see in both spectrums comfortably. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> cause he wouldn't be able to tell. Um, so he had a gand painted on, uh, he is like highlighter yellow with <laughs> like neon orange, like,
0: uh, highlight, like streaks at like the shoulders. Um, very flashy. Okay. So this Dethel is going around the crowd, and the crowd is, is picking up steam. And he's got a microphone and an assisted sound system. Several droids hover above with speakers attached to them. And you know what's great about Baccarat? Baccarat stands alone. It's a place of independence where a man or Dethel or a... Th- again, can be who they want and achieve their dreams. And everyone's going, loving this. They're clapping and, re- and yelling. <laughs> yeah, Bucker's the best! Yeah. Woo, this is awesome! Um, and you know what else is great about it? It's civilized. It's not like... It's not like the other Outer Rim worlds, like Tatooine, where Ooh. it's run... Yeah, boo! It boo. sucks! Sand sucks! <laughs> um run by filthy slimy crime lords like the huts
1: here here <laughs> jinko <laughs>
0: yeah bacara is going to be the bastion of everything free and good about sentient beings about the galaxy and all of its pleasures and wonders
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's why I am so pleased to be working with the Bacara Pod Racing Association to bring back such uh, the galaxy's most beloved sport.
1: Uh, what? There's no such thing as the Bacara Pod Racing Association. Be quiet, I can't hear him. Shut up. Who's talking <laughs> on my back? Uh, it's your lunch. No, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to listen.
0: If I've been in this business for a long time. I've been on the Boonta Eve circuit, I've run the races over in Malastare, and I've gotta tell you, this planet is going to be beautiful for pod racing. The scenery, the environment, the water, the mountains, the valleys, everything about it is going to make pod racing gorgeous.
1: He's crazy. There's nothing good about this place for pod racing. You need some sort of obstacle, and on and off showers does not count. Um, didn't you say there were lots of mountains in the area? Well, yeah, what are we gonna do? Fly up into the mountains? Why are you talking
0: like you're a pod racer, like this applies to you? <laughs> uh, right. Sorry. And this is- Bakra is what pod racing really needs. We need a fresh coat of paint, a fresh start, and a new face. With this, we will make it a legitimate sport, one that we can all be proud of, one that we can cheer, one that we can tell to our younglings uh, to aspire to be like that man or that woman or that creature over there, that you too can be a pod racer and not have to suffer the barbs and slings of this slimy underworld that it has always been associated with.
1: It hasn't Woo! been that slimy. Man, this guy. Awesome.
0: And so it is with great pleasure that I bring to you today one of Pod Racing's greatest racers. Let's give it up for Khan Kalik Kachak. What? Silhouette Zero is a production of the Ing Brothers. Follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris Chris and at SilZero Matt. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. For more episodes, check us out at silzero.wordpress.com. You can email us at silzeropodcast at gmail.com. The Edge of the Empire role-playing game and other related materials are copyright Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Buy your own copy so you can play with your friends. Silhouette Zero is a fan production. Star Wars is copyright Lucasfilm and Disney. Theme song produced by Tazi. Credits for other sound effects and music are available on our website. And until we meet again, may the Force be with you.